Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sorry. Mike wasn't supposed to be on there yet. But you got a little clearing of the throat. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. And you got the clearing of the throat because I was going to tell you guys, make sure you stay locked in on this hour because we do have our countdown. Mm. Top five for each of us. Movies. Since 2000. Top movies this century. Yeah. And uh, it's an interesting category because most people's top movies are, quote, classics. And that goes back into, you know, the 90s, the 80s, 70s, even before that. It's a little different from 2000 on because movies don't have a lot enough time to get shelf life. No. Or, you know, as much time to get shelf they're, life. They're cranking these movies out in, in the newer mm-hmm. century. Getting to these movies a lot faster. Now, pandemic slowed that down a little bit, but it's starting to pick back up yeah. here uh, as we. I had a fun time putting my list together. I, I This has been the hardest countdown for me because there's so many movies that are good. A lot to choose from. A lot to choose from. So and that'll then be coming in. Some of the movies I wanted to put on the list, thinking it was in the 2000s, was actually 1999. Just outside of it, right? Wasn't quite, didn't quite qualify. Yeah. Huh? I, yeah. I will say that my era of movies. St- Probably is still in the 90s at this point. Mm-hmm. Mine too, like Mighty Ducks. Yeah, Couldn't but, put that on there. Yeah, oh, no. man. I wasn't going to put that Little, on there. I can't believe you could even do this. Little list Giants. That one. <laughs> Little Giants. Couldn't put that one on there. The Dude, annexation list, of Puerto Rico. Come on. Is whack, man. Chris, Already. do you know? Have you ever seen The Little Giants? We've, oh, yes, I, I have. I don't. It's not one that stayed in my memory, though, I must well, say. Well, I was also like nine years old, so that was like one of the coolest movies out at the time. All right. John Madden was in it. Yeah, I don't understand why you think that was one of the coolest. But the does, ice it box? Doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't the matter. The thing with Scraby is every movie he's ever seen is great. So right. I don't know how he's going to narrow this, this list down. This is why he didn't did enjoy doing this list as much because no. every movie is great for oh, him. Oh, yeah. I saw this movie the other day. It was great. <laughs> the first. That, saw this movie last night. It was great. <laughs> These are literally the words out of his mouth. Yeah. What was After, it called? I don't know, but it was great. <laughs> I don't I don't remember stuff like that. I just remember what happens in the movie, okay? Maybe right. you you are famous for saying I blank know. blank was great. Yeah, I know. I like movies and I especially like bad movies. Yeah, that's a that's just something I can't get in get on board with. Hmm. Yeah. Can't uh, wait for your countdown. Okay. What one of us apparently well, no. did oh. not win any of these games in terms of the Daily Gambit. Why don't we find out which one? Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. 
Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly. Last night, we had four bets that we made, and the first one was Joel Embiid over under 36 and a half points in the game. Unbelievable. Uh, I, I can't remember what you guys said. Did you guys say over? Because I didn't write it down. We said uh, we over all, 70. Yeah. We didn't even we say over 36. Yeah. It was yeah. like a gimme. He scored uh, at least 30. Uh, yeah, he made his 30. But is that's it 30 it. or 31 that he scored? 31. 31, okay. Yeah, so he missed it. We were wrong on that one. I swear, I swear, this is one that the gamblers got into. They got in on this. <laughs> Vegas got in on this. They're like, you know what? Everybody was probably betting over, 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 over. and Because it was so automatic. The guy had just scored 70 points in his last game, and he was playing Indiana, a horrible defensive team. Yeah. So you go, he's going to definitely get 36. And that's the, night Psych. Psych. that's the night when the Vegas boys get to him. <laughs> the Vegas Limit boys. Him to, we, they, said, they said, look, you can go ahead and get over 30 and keep that streak alive. But, but you're not going over the, uh, over the total. I bet you Vegas made a lot the of money Vegas on that boys. one. Vegas boys. Yeah, Vegas made money on that <laughs> uh, one. Uh, all right. The Lakers last night were five-point favorites over the Bulls. Chris chose the Bulls. Tony and I chose the Lakers. And I was stunned to see this score, by the way. 141-132. It was a lot of points. Lakers don't usually score that high. <laughs> that was a well, lot of points. Nobody usually hits 20 of 31 three-point shots. That's crazy high. 64%. The third greatest in NBA history. That's what the Lakers did last night to my Bulls. That is fitting. All right. I don't know why you're so happy I lost. Well, because I just find it weird that you like the Bulls. Just understand that payback is a you-know-what. It is crazy. And Sunday's NFC Championship game is just around the corner. So because I wanted your Bulls to lose a regular season meaningless game, it's going to translate to my side. Yes. Okay. Yes. Eye for an eye. All right. All right. Well, you know what I could (laughs) do? Eye for a kneecap. It doesn't (laughs) matter. I can tell you to maybe pick a better team to cheer for. But see, now you're going low below the belt there. there oh, you go. am I? Yeah. Okay. Next bet, University of San Francisco and Gonzaga. Gonzaga, nine-point favorites in this one. Chris chose Gonzaga. Tony and I chose USF. Gonzaga did win 77-72, to 72, but... but they did not cover the spread, so Tony and I win that one. Yeah. They had, they had it. They had it. And now they're not even predicted to go to the tournament, even the though Dons? they're having a great year. Yeah. Joe Lunardi didn't rank them. That would have been a big win for it them. It would have been a night. big win. They didn't quite get it. Uh, last one was well, the. Well, you know, also, just to, not to interrupt, but Gonzaga is not in the tournament, no, according to Joe Lunardi right now, either. Yes, they're the first one out. But that still would be crazy to have an NCAA tournament without Gonzaga. Definitely would. They're a fixture, a mainstay. Yes, they are. Uh, and then the last bet was the Edmonton Oilers, two and a half. They were favorites by two and a half on the puck line against the Blackhawks. Tony and I said Oilers. Oilers won three nothing. Is there a nil in hockey? Like, is it rock thirty rock or three rock? It can be okay. But uh, so it's three nothing is acceptable. There's not three nil or anything like that. I wouldn't say three nil is you know, a term that's ever used in hockey. It's three nothing. They it was three, three nothing. nothing. They got an empty net goal for the third goal. Oh wow! So it came down to that. Dang. And not only did Edmonton win its 15th in a row, but uh, Tony, talk about some long road trips. The Blackhawks have lost 19 in a row on the road. Oh. That's, uh, <laughs> that's know, a hang The road is, road is supposed to be like a unifying thing. That's, yeah, that's, that's not going to unify issues. anybody. Everybody goes to the room. They don't come out until it's time to go to the, uh, nah. to the ring. So 0-4 for to me the arena, yesterday. You guys say. both went 3-1, and one, picking against me. Very good, <laughs> very good thinking by you. It served us well. I don't know. 4 <laughs> 
Oh, and four, not easy to do. I'll see if I can duplicate it for the weekend. Yeah, I don't have any bets, so. All right, here we Wait, go. Real quick. Yes. For real, how many of you guys out there thought it was going to be Scraby? Oh, the 0-4? <laughs> no one. I don't think anyone. I did, I did. Without looking at it, I just assumed it was you, my man. I'm actually decent <laughs> at the betting. Decent, not on parlays, but decent on the single bets. The parlays would take me down. Remind us what your uh, NFC Championship game parlay is. Do you have it handy there? I can get it in a second. I know it's a Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown. I believe it's Christian McCaffrey over 86.5 yards. Rushing. It's rushing. It's a Amir al St. Brown over. Over, here, I got it right here. It just came up. Yeah, anytime touchdown, Christian McCaffrey. Over 86.5, Christian McCaffrey rushing yards. Over 85.5, Amon Ross St. Brown receiving yards. And then the 49ers to score first in the game. All right. So we will see which one of those four let you down. Oh, what, you got a response on the chat to your who thought it was Scraby. Random Ham said, slowly raise his hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go for the weekend. I got six bets. We're going to start with tennis. I don't know if everybody saw this last night, late last night, if you weren't up. Novak Djokovic got knocked out of the Australian Open. And uh, it ended his 33-match winning streak there. I mean, Djokovic has only won the Australian Open 10 times. But he was kept from the final this year by 22-year-old Italian Yannick Sinner. I don't know too many Italian people named Yannick, but he's uh, from Italy. And uh, center the number four seed, blew him out. Really wasn't close. Yeah. 6-1, 6-2. Ah. Djokovic got the third set in a tie break, and then center blew him out in the fourth set, 6-3. So center takes on Russian Daniil Medvedev. He's the third seed. So it's number three versus number four. But number four is favored. Center minus four and a half games. So it's total games in the match. Sinner's got to win five more games than Medvedev to cover. Mm. Who's favored? Sinner? Sinner is favored after his win over Djokovic. Medvedev is the higher-seeded player. Scraby, what do you like here? Oh, all right, you want me to go? No, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> I mean, I went um, 0-4. I can set the pace for you. No, it's okay. I'm going to choose Sinner because he seems like he's rolling. He's on a roll. There's no doubt about that. Medvedev's better than Sinner, though. Yeah, I'm going Medvedev. And to get Medvedev plus the points, I think, is smart. Great. All right. <laughs> well, Great. there's no guarantees. Uh, the women's final is tonight. It'll be Arena Sabalenka, the number two seed, against Kinwen Zhang, or Zhang Kinwen. Zhang uh, is the 12 seed out of China. Uh, Sabalenka is the two Sabalenka seed. Sabalenka is the one who beat um, Coco Golf. Coco Golf, right? Yes. Sabalenka's favored by five and a half games. So she'd have to win 6-3, 6-3 to cover here. Most people think Sabalenka's going to win. Whether she wins 6-3, 6-3 or not, I don't know, but I think she will. Sabalenka is just a powerhouse. She hits the ball harder than most men players. She absolutely punishes it. So I'll take Sabalenka here. Zhang in her first Grand Slam final, Tony. Um, Sabalenka. Sabalenka, he says. Scrabby, you want to go alone again? Yeah, I'm just going to go with what the chat says. Taps says Zhang is going to win, so I'm going to really? choose Zhang. A pick for Zhang. Okay. Uh, tomorrow, we've got some uh, college basketball. Boise State at home. Three and a half point favorite over conference leader Utah State. Mm. Tony, you're first. 
<laughs> game is at Boise. Utah State is underdog three and a half. Mm. It's a tough one. I'm going to go Boise. Boise give the points. Boise. Boise beat the Aztecs last week. Scraby. Oh, man, I didn't realize it was that tough. Well, deep breath for them this one. beating the Aztecs the way they did just really kind of surprised me. I'm going to say Boise as well. Boise. 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 I appreciated Spiro Ditas last week on the call. He made sure to call it Boise. I'm sure he's heard from the Boiseans. Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll take Boise State here easy. Utah State, last time they were on the road, got blown out by New Mexico. I don't see any reason why they get get blown out again. Uh, also tomorrow, Iowa State at home, three and a half point favorite over Kansas. Kansas what? is the higher seeded team or higher ranked team. And Kansas is giving three points. No, Iowa or State's giving, giving three and a half they're points. Taking three points. Yeah, I mean. Kansas, you get points, wow. but I will still take Iowa State. I've seen them at home. They have. They're undefeated at home. Yeah, they, they have, have a, a big home I've court that, advantage. Yeah. I've seen that there. Tony? Fans are crazy. Crazy, but I'm going with Kansas. You're going to still take KU? KU. No, I'm not taking KU. I'm taking uh, Iowa State because of Brock Purdy, baby. Oh, boy. Speaking of Brock Purdy, he's on the <laughs> list of bets this week. This is a really high number, I think. I, yeah, I think so, too. Passing yardage in the NFC Championship game, Brock Purdy, 282. Not yeah, that's that's crazy. But he did throw for 252 last week. That's not enough. I know, but still, you wouldn't think he threw for that <laughs> many yards. That's not enough. 282.5. I think Tony's up here. I've kind of lost track. Tony, go. Tony, go. Uh, uh, Over or under? Under. 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 Uh, Chris, under. Scrabby, you want to Give me a second. Your man? I'm doing a little research oh. real quick. Don't get hurt. I'll try not to. Trying to find study out. Study long, study wrong. Study long, study <laughs> wrong, Tony says. That sounds like a uh, San Diego State baseball saying. <laughs> Come on, let's. we're going out drinking. I'm studying. Well, study, study long, study, study wrong. wrong. The Lions defense did average giving up the most passing yards per game this year, so I'm going to go with Brock Purdy. They gave up. If it, I'm looking at it correctly. They gave up 338 yards passing per game. That sounds like more than I would think. All right, you're going over for Brock Purdy. Then. Yes, yes. All right, last one on the board. Uh, Lamar Jackson over under 64 and a half rushing yards. Oh man, Scraby oh. against the 64 and a half. 64 and a half rushing yardage mm. for Lamar. I think Scraby over under. I think if they know what's good for them, they'll make they'll have him run a lot. So over. If over. they know what's good for them, I mean, it's it's always that that age old or what is the phrase? I don't I'm know where for? you're going with. Anyway, this, it's always that thing where like they get to the conference championship by having Lamar Jackson run, and then they don't run him or something. You know. Or, okay. I think they will run him, but I think the Chiefs are going to do a better than average job of keeping him under that. That's right. a, that's a big number. That is pretty big. So. It's really unfair when he runs, though. They ought to. I mean, you had to outlaw the tush push. A more, a more automatic is Lamar Jackson just running a quarterback draw. I know. You know outlaw it really that is. too. Like you know, something's bad. Bad is going to happen when he is just dancing in the pocket. Well, that's like I said last week. The offensive coordinator just calls a play that he hopes doesn't work, <laughs> so that Lamar Jackson can make something of it. Tony over or under sixty four and a half. I'm gonna say under. Okay. We'll see how we do. 
Monday's results. We will pick the uh, winners of the NFC and AFC Championship games a little bit later in the program. So there you have our daily gambit. All right, let's get to break. When we return, I think this is one of Chris's favorite times Mm -hmm. of the year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're talking Academy Awards. Oh, yeah, the nominations are out this week. Did you guys get up early Tuesday to see them? Don't act like We didn't, but we know you did. I was up. And he's going to fill us in when we return. Mark Gwynn and Chris. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, there has uh, not been a lot of sports news this week. There truly hasn't been. But there is a little bit to pass along to you on this Friday afternoon. Get you caught up to date. 3.23 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, Gwynn and Chris on 97.3 The Fan. Don't forget, following the show today at 6 o'clock this evening, the Scraby Chronicles take to the airwaves. Scraby has his own show from 6 to 7. If you haven't listened yet, Tony and I agreed yesterday. He's actually doing a really good job. Fantastic. So Thank there you, you go. Guys. I uh, want to say real quick, though, I, yesterday on this show and on the Scraby show, I may have complained a lot about the internet and sounded like I was 150 years old, so I apologize <laughs> for that. Yesterday so was a bad to, So are you trying you to uh, say that I normally sound 150 years old? No, because I'm just you, saying well, I complained, you complained more so than much. I normally do. Yes, I complained oh, okay. a lot about the internet yesterday. What I was got, your? I got duped by a, a tweet about this arc storm that was very convincing. <laughs> I saw your post about it, and somebody hit me. It was like, "Is this real?" Well, it was a PBS SoCal article, so I thought, "All right, PBS isn't going to lie to me." But this person admitted in her replies that she put out the tweet to get attention, and so that bothered it. me. And then the whole thing with my buddy who got his. Uh, his stuff stolen, his uh, video stolen from, uh, he's a reporter in another city, and someone on the internet keeps stealing his stuff, and they're getting credit for it, so I went off about that, but I apologize to everyone. I'm in a better mood today. Until the daily gripe, that is, which oh, comes the- up to end a Scraby show. Yes, the daily gripe. Yeah, don't miss the daily gripe. Uh, here's uh, the news that I was speaking of. Baltimore Ravens, ahead of the AFC Championship game. Activate tight end Mark Andrews. Yeah. Could be a big deal. I mean, Mark Andrews is a go-to guy for Lamar Jackson. And, uh, you know, that's another 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 weapon that the Chiefs will have to worry about. Certainly in Sunday's AFC Championship game, Mark Andrews will be activated. That seems also, like that seems like a advantage uh, Baltimore on that one. I think that's a that's a deal. Yeah. Uh, NFC Championship game. We mentioned it yesterday, but Debo did return to practice after his shoulder injury. All signs point to him being able to play on Sunday against the Detroit Lions. He said that he's not going to hold back anything. So. Does that make is he back out of your doghouse now that he say he's gonna be out there? I was actually gonna broke make, shoulder and all. I was actually gonna take a shot at him and say wow. because Mark Andrews like basically snapped his leg in half and he's coming back, but Debo couldn't finish the game. So. He did not snap his leg. 
He hurt his ankle very bad. Keep this in mind when Scraby is popping off on Monday mm-hmm. about how Debo Samuel is the greatest <laughs> player in the history of football. <laughs> I know I am. Just doing keep that. this in mind. I That's am doing all that. we're saying. Uh, some baseball news. Uh, we didn't get to it yesterday. Jock Peterson staying in the National League West. He'll be with the Diamondbacks next year. Oh, young Jock. One Nine million dollars. Twenty twenty five mutual option. Okay. I think the Padres should have gone after him. How many him. years was he a giant? One? No, like two or three. He's had two stints was there, I think. He's had two separate. Let me go look. I'm okay. pretty sure. But he's now been a Dodger, a giant, and a Diamondback. So well, he's this, touring this, the division. This is, this is kind of how it goes. When you've yeah. caused havoc in a division, teams take notice. Se- teams have seen teams you. Have they seen go, I want to get you on my side. Steve no, Finley lo- comes to mind. Play yes. for all of them. Mark Sweeney comes to mind. Play for... Pretty much all of the NL Steve West. Finley did play for all of them. Yeah. I'm looking at him right now. Arizona, L.A., San Francisco, San Francisco Colorado. San Diego. San Diego. Uh, so Who did played... Steve Finley start his career with? Quick trivia. Baltimore. Boston. No, Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. Correct. Very good. Jock Peterson played for the Dodgers for seven seasons, the Giants for two seasons most recently, and then he was with the Cubs for half a season, and then he got traded to the Braves, and then he won a World Series. That's who he was with a That's short right. time. Got his World Series with the pearl necklace. On yes, he did in Atlanta. Still can't believe never, that. Never quite caught fire. Did it, it never did. You, <laughs> I think in he fact, thought it was. It seems kind of weird even a, mentioning. There's a hundred percent that he thought it was going to catch fire. And I remember talking about it on the show. Like this is not a trend right here. No one's going to be running around the bases with pearls around their neck. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work. But it worked to win him a World it Series. Was, it was hot in that moment. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one other signing today, former Padre outfielder Travis Jankowski returning to Freddy. the Texas Rangers. Good for him. All right. So, and I can hear you Padre fans now. When are we going to get somebody? <laughs> I don't know. Is the answer to that. Yep. All right, Scraby, what do you want me to do with the Academy Awards here? Uh, just, Gave me a little assignment. I know. I'm not sure what my assignment was. Uh, your assignment was to present like present, the the nominees, but present just movies give us... I think people should see that are nominated. Or I mean, there's nine or make it ten movies nominated for best picture. I can tell you the one not to see: Poor Things. Poor Things. I gotta say, do not I, waste your time. I watched the trailer. I was gonna go see it because Chris said he was gonna go pay for my movie, but I watched the trailer. I don't think that's a movie for me. It's not. Uh, it's not a movie for anybody. Uh, the Zone of Interest is also nominated for Best Picture. I've never even heard of that. It's about the perfectly normal family life of a Nazi guy who <laughs> kills a bunch of people in the Holocaust. How that is interesting to anybody, I have no idea I think, either. I, yeah. I think I found a movie I need to see. You don't. That's another one that you don't need to see. What's it called again? The Zone of Interest. It's up for Best Picture. Uh, some of the ones that I think would be great to see, American Fiction, highly recommend. That's up for Best Picture. Uh, really good story. And uh, it's about a writer, basically about a, a, a book writer who is not successful, but he's a great writer. And then he dumbs down and writes something really stupid that even he thinks is horrible. And it blows and up. And it blows up and becomes a huge hit. So that, but it's also about his family life. Very good movie. You'll like it, Tony. I know. Um, the other one that I think is really good is for actors is the holdovers. Paul Giamatti. Uh, yeah, I thought about watching this. Winning one. a, uh, he'll probably win the Academy Award for Best Actor. He plays a teacher that has to stay over 
during a Christmas break with students at a uh, at an Ivy League college. Um, Maestro. You guys like Bradley Cooper, right? I've heard this movie made so many people angry because of how he's his look, his actual depiction. Let me tell you something. He, If you've ever seen a picture of the composer, Leonard Bernstein, who he plays, mm-hmm. he's a dead ringer. Okay. Absolute dead ringer. And there's one scene in the movie where Kevin Costner directs the orchestra, uh, you know, the, the conducting thing. Unbelievably great. Like it's like you think he's been conducting orchestras his entire life. life right? Well, don't you just move your arms back and forth? Okay. I mean, with yeah. a little stick in yeah, your hand. Yeah, that's all it is. You're just stick. doing that. <laughs> you go, you go, tap, tap, tap. Yeah. Maestro is probably worth it just for that scene alone. I have not seen Oppenheimer. But oh, I is, have. Okay, that's the I one that's, that's supposed to win one, Best right? Picture. Well, I did. But it's three and a half hours long, I believe. So you have to dedicate it. It's de- it's a dedication, but I'm I I, I believe it's a it's an entertaining movie. I don't know that they actually told the story how maybe they should have, but how okay. you would have told it? Is that no? Just it's just great? they they kind of like looked over some things. I mean, there's so much that goes into the Manhattan Project that you can't put everything into one movie. But I really enjoyed how they did it. Like they. They had to go through time in the movie several times to where, like, it was present day when he was being grilled by the Senate committees and all that, and it was black and white, so you knew it was present day. And then everything in color was back in the day. And so I liked how they did that. But it was a good movie. I recommend it. All right. Best actor, as I mentioned, will be Paul Giamatti from The Holdovers. Uh, The star of Oppenheimer, Cillian Murphy, is another contender for that award. Bradley Cooper was amazing. And Jeffrey Wright out of American Fiction, outstanding uh, for uh, Best Actress. Emma Stone is supposed to win for Poor Things. I hate to take it away from her, but that movie is so bad. That but she could be a great actress in it. She, I guess, if you, if, if being just psycho, crazy, bananas, hard to watch. Being that, you If know, you like that, that's Emma that in this movie. Emma Stone is the homie. She is the homie. She loves, homie, she comes right? to Padre games. She comes to Padre games, yeah. hangs out with Jesse and I with, you know, spring training games. Well, you might be able to congratulate her on another what Academy What I was going to say award. is, I would say that that acting job, considering that she's none of those things that she had to that's true. In film, That's true. She's definitely acting. Might be a might be a winner. Might be a winner. There's some other can- candidates there, but uh, she's kind of a heavy favorite for it. So, do you need more scrape? <laughs> no, think you, I think you squeezed everything out of that. You I could. did the very best I could. <laughs> I will on the day of the Academy Awards. Just for uh, for those of you out there that are in Academy Award pools. Because people do get together to watch the awards. I'm sorry, what? And, okay, they get together to watch the awards, and then they pick the winners. And whoever gets the most right usually wins something. People do that. You don't, but a lot of people do. So I will give you uh, six or seven dead automatic winners on the days of, day okay. of the Academy Awards to uh, help you people out out there. On the chat, we've had split opinions on Maestro. Okay. Uh, one person thinks it's really good. And some other people don't think it's good. Didn't like I don't think it's that great. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's probably a split thing on poor things also because, I mean, it is up for best picture. And I'm sure some people liked it, but I certainly did not. Oh, Javier, poor things is not bad. It is great. You are insane, Chris. 
I'm not any more insane than any of the characters that are portrayed. <laughs> I, I think I need to see the movie. I think I need to see the you movie. You looked see at the preview, preview and were like, oh, yeah, he this watched, isn't for me. Yeah, he watched 30 seconds of the preview and he said, I can't do it. So. What, what's her name? Something Baxter? Uh, her character? Yeah. Yeah, Bella Baxter, Bella, I believe. My name is Bella Baxter. And I was yeah. like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm going to pee on the floor. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that... A Spoiler scene? alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> what? It's not going to give away the whole movie, but that gives you an idea of some of the stuff you have to put up with. All right, we'll take a break, come back. When we return, oh, we're sticking with movies. Our countdown. Friday's countdown is next on Gwen and Chris. Harder than I think any of us, well, except for Chris. I think Chris, since he came up with the category, kind of knew. No, I uh, I spent quite a bit of time on it. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't just you, think of it off the top of my head. I'm I'll saying you, you kind of knew... How difficult it was to go through and sift through it wasn't I mean, easy. Movie. Yeah, there's, so. a, there's been a few movies in the last 25 years. Let's just say so. that Scraby and I certainly had uh, a hard time getting through our five. I know Chris did, uh, but here is the final result. Let's get to it. It's now time for Gwen and Chris to rank their top five of the day. Going to grip and rip as usual. But this isn't just a regular top five list. I love it. It sounds sadistic, but I love it. This is The Countdown. And it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. Let's see what the final masterpiece looks like. Straight. Number five. Why don't you do us the honors? All right, I'll go through my honorable mentions real quick. No, please <laughs> don't because it's not fair. Yeah, yeah do your list. Do that we'll later. Honorable because because I don't be want you to mention list. all the yeah. movies we're going to list. Right. Sorry, Chris. That was. That I'm, was a, crazy. I'm 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 adamant about this. You are. All right. My number five. <laughs> well, I just told tracks. Tony the exact yeah, same thing. You obviously left I, the room even though you were sitting right there. <laughs> it's not the first time. <laughs> yeah. Number five is going to be. The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger, Joker, Batman. That was a great movie. This is going to be a problem. You and me are too close in age, and it's going to. I think have I have a... some that you won't have. Yeah. But The Dark Knight was I don't like that we're starting off on this foot. I remember I actually waited in line to yeah. watch this movie in IMAX in San Francisco. That's how much I wanted to see it. So the is Dark the Knight. Dark Knight easily the best Batman incarnation? I think. I'll... Be Batman Begins and Dark Knight are pretty good. They're okay. like at, they're at the top. And yeah. who's the who's Batman in Christian the Dark Knight? Bale. Yeah, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Right. Okay. Dark Knight Rises wasn't great, but Heath Ledger it was got so more amazing. Yeah. yeah, Heath Ledger, Ledger was. was so amazing. He was yeah. he was amazing. Yeah, he was amazing. Uh, I'll go next. This is a a, a two part answer. <laughs> there's there's going to be quite a few of these because I couldn't select just five. 2004 Man on Fire. Oh, with Denzel, Denzel? Washington. Yes. Oh, that's Dakota a great Fanning, one. Dakota Fanning. Oh, believe, yeah. When she was a little girl. Yeah. Uh, he's a he bad... Pay, he's he's, he's uh, a s- private security, yeah. basically, yeah. protecting a, a young girl that gets kidnapped. It's long story short. Dad is the one who arranged it. It goes sideways. Mark Anthony. Yes. And uh, Denzel is a man on fire. He is on a mission to get this little child back. It's a great flick. Denzel is... The other uh, side of that... Yeah. The other side of that is also a Denzel Washington movie. The Equalizer. 2014. I like those kind of movies. Stu's a one-man wrecking crew. He is. He's crazy in that one. (laughs) He's definitely crazy. Is he a vigilante or is he... uh, I don't know that movie. In The Equalizer, he is a former, like... Agent for the government that is retired and uh, is really this is a young lady gets murdered and he is 
He's not happy about it. No, he's he's tired of just ridiculousness going on in the world. An angry Denzel Washington is a dangerous Denzel Washington. All right, number five for me is a sports movie. Had to have a couple on my list. Uh, It's the newest movie I have on my list. It is King Richard. Oh, that was a good one, too. I really enjoyed Will Smith's uh, performance in this. He did win Best Actor and then went up and slapped Chris Rock. That is right. But this is beyond all of that. It was just a great movie. The kids who played the Williams sisters were brilliant. Thought the story was good. The writing, directing, the tennis scenes were pretty real. Rather than, you know, stupid-looking sports scenes, which sometimes you see in movies. King Richard, really fantastic performance by Denzel. Our guy Charlie's, Charlie's on TV. On TV. Hey, Charlie's spotting. He's on 16 right now, five under for the tournament. He looks like he's going to tap in for par right here, but we'll give you, we'll we'll let you know. Charlie Hoffman is six shots off the lead currently. All right, so number five, not King Richard. Nope. Uh, all right, number four, I believe. Number four. My list is a mess. I, I'm going to show it to the camera, but that is just an absolute mess. Uh, my number four is going to be a horror movie. The uh, Yeah, the only one on the list, and it's going to be 28 Days Later. Love that movie. Oh. It is so good. It's uh, It's got Killian Murphy before he was really that famous, and there's one scene in London that is such an incredible shot because it's one of the busiest parts of the city, but they actually did shut it down and decorate it for like a zombie apocalypse. And there was no one that you could see in the city. It was crazy, but I love that movie. Yeah, so it's a zombie apocalypse movie. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, that loses me right there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Didn't think you were going to like that one. Yeah, I had to, I had to resist from putting too many cartoon movies on there because you know 2000s my first child was born in 2007 so you've seen I spent, a few of these i spent years with it just if i hadn't seen it i knew every word because it was playing in the car over mm. and over and over mm. again so i'll start this is another two-part one for you guys ladies and gentlemen the incredibles 2004 ah craig t nelson great great kid flick yeah that's great uh um, mr freeze Oh, wait, not Mr. Freeze. Is that what? He's in one. He's Mr. Freeze comes in, I think, the second Later? or third okay. Incredibles. I All can't right. remember. Uh, and the second part of this is a little bit for more of the adults. The Hangover, 2004. I, I remember, like, having a headache. I was laughing so hard in the theater when, when that movie came out. Yeah, it's it's like a cultural thing yeah, at this point. For you sure. talk about being a, a w- the lone wolf. I, what I remember is the before the movie came out, they showed some previews, and everybody was like, "Oh, I'm coming back to see that yeah. when it comes out." Yeah, yeah, it was great. Big movie. Uh, number four for me is going to be Ocean's Eleven from 2001. I forgot uh, about great that. ensemble yeah. cast. George Clooney, Brad Pitt. I still don't know what the heck happened. Well, it's very confusing. They robbed the casinos. Yeah. No, I know their that. money. I know that, but their plan was very confusing. They, they videotaped well, you it. have to you have to really follow. But I li- I like a movie that takes you through the robbing of uh, a bank, or in this case, a Las Vegas casino. And well is, done. Is it Andy movie. Garcia? Who's he's the, the guy they the take casino the money boss? from. Yeah, yeah he's great so. in that movie. Yeah. Who is also. In the movie, at some point, was dating Julia Roberts. Yes, was, was yeah. So yeah, All not right. only did he get his money taken away, his he, girl left him too. That's true. Bummer. That's true. Ocean number three. My number three is going to be Gladiator. 
love yeah. Gladiator. I've watched this movie way too many times. I think came out in two thousand. It right did. just the, got right in under the, the wire. Limit. It did. Uh, there are some like nineteen ninety nine, like ten things I hate about you. Are you not entertained? The Matrix Fight Club were all nineteen ninety nine. Couldn't put them in, but yeah. Are you not entertained? Oh, Fight Club is ninety nine. Yeah. that was another classic. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius. Sworn Emperor by Marcus Aurelius. Uh, you see this movie. Husband times. to a murdered wife, father to a murdered son, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. You've seen that movie a few times. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, number three. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Tony Romo was in Gladiator. <laughs> he popped in in the corner. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know Maximus. <laughs> uh, number three on my list is actually a solo lister. I Robot, 2004. Ah. Will Smith. Love this movie. Will Smith makes another appearance. And by the way, the parameter for this for this is for all of us, I think, was that if it came on at any given point in time, commercials or not, no matter what you were doing, you'd be fine sitting down and watching. Yeah, I agree. I love yeah. I Robot. Yeah. Great movie. Number three for me is another sports movie. Uh, it's my favorite sports movie uh, since the uh, turn of the century. Brad Pitt, again, making an appearance for me. Uh, really enjoyed Moneyball. Oh, yeah. Moneyball. And the best scene for me in Moneyball is when he keeps looking over at... Uh, Jonah at, Hill. Uh, who is it? Jonah, Jonah Hill. He says, uh, and why do we want Scott Hatterberg? Uh He gets on base. <laughs> and he just keeps going with that, and he keeps pointing at him. I, I really like Brad Pitt in this role, and I, and I don't like too many baseball movies. I like this one. The only problem I had in the movie is I didn't care for the... Uh, the the um, the character of Art Howe, manager of the team, is played by a really good actor, is it Philip Seymour yeah, yeah. Hoffman. Just didn't think he was Art Howe. He wasn't. But the rest and of the I, movie, I think, really nailed and it. And I'll tell you what, because I'm so close to it, that ruined it for me. Did it? It yeah. did. Like, yeah. That was the everything one else thing that was, I struggled was on with. point, but I could not no. get my mind off of the late... Um, what's Phil. Philip Seymour. Yeah, yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, yeah, he just I, didn't seem like Art Howe. He, he wasn't Art Howe. No, Art Howe. but I Not really liked close. it in every other regard. So I give money ball number three. Some mentions for Denzel Washington movies on the chat. Inside Man it's pretty good. That's another good one. Here's one that is in the top ten. John Don't Q. Even... Oh, John man. Q is a great one. Just trying to save his son. Just wants to save his son, everybody. All right. Number two. John Q is another good one. My number two is going to be The Hangover. The Hangover, like Tony said, it was a cultural phenomenon. Everybody yeah. saw it. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody stayed through the entire credits for it. Yeah, because you knew there was going to be something at yeah. the end. That and there they was. Kept and was there was. Payoff. They finally showed all those pictures. <laughs> yes, they did. And there yes, is a did. couple that are very strange. But uh, someone said that Mike Tyson made the movie. He did. He did. He was pretty He didn't good. make it, but there no, was some funny stuff yeah. around Mike Tyson, yeah. including the line... Give him a break. He just got punched out by Mike Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, that was good. That's right. And then when Zach uh, Galifianakis, or whatever his name is. Fanakis. Fanakis turns around and looks at the camera as he's taking a whiz in Mike Tyson's pool. And that's on the security <laughs> camera. Mike Tyson's, like, looking at him, and he's like, oh, boy, this is not good. I, uh, I love the bait. I love everything about that movie. Yeah. All right, very good. Number uh, two for you, Tony? Number two is The Dark Knight. Dark Knight? Um, this is... this. 
when when Batman Begins came out and they left you hanging, it was a good what four years I think in between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Mm, yeah. Dark Knight came out, and when we saw the previews for, of the Joker, it was like, oh, this is this is going to be amazing, and it was. It was. Uh, number two for me was the uh, only Academy Award winning movie on my list, Best Picture 2005. It's called Crash. Mm. Oh, do not fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Great. And the banana in the tailpipe Quick. here is that most people say it's one of the worst movies ever to win Best Picture. No. Don't believe it. No, it's not. I love this movie. Uh, it, it's a million different storylines story lines all combining finally into one at the end. I forgot about that. That would have been in my top five had I remembered. Really? Yes. So good, I thought. Uh, but like I said, I see a lot of places where they say, oh, the worst movie ever to win. No. The Artist, uh, Chariots of Fire, those are horrible movies that won Best Picture. <laughs> right. Crash is not horrible. Great flick. Uh, Matt Dillon does a great job. Don Cheadle. Uh, you go so on and on with all the people that it. are in actors it. and actresses. Brendan Fraser, Sandra Bullock, they're all real good. There's a million stories. It's heartbreaking. It's uplifting. It's funny. Crash. If you never saw it, 2005 Best Picture. That's my number two. Number one. Number one. All right. This one people are going to think is lame, but I watched this movie maybe a hundred times. You say Little I Giants, saw... I'm walking out. No, I... that was 1994. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it's the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, Willem Dafoe, yeah. and Kirsten Dunst. We're leaving the studio. <laughs> it was because there's there never really was a great Spider-Man movie, and this was the first one they really gave good a good try they for. Did. They did. Sam Raimi they was great. Better. Yeah, it, it it did. Uh I just thought this movie was awesome because of the the graphics and everything else. JK Was that the one with the Simmons? Green Goblin? Yes. Yes, that was And a good James one. Franco is the son of the yeah. Green Goblin. Let me so. ask you this, if you go back and watch that movie now, are the effects good enough to no, still hold you? They no, they don't. Right? Uh, the new ones, the new ones oh, definitely yeah. do. That's and what I was going to say. And it makes the old one Makes the old one look kind of silly, I yeah, bet. Yeah, it does. I've seen them. Yeah. I tried to I watch to go it. Back. I, I mean, I can imagine trying to watch the Christopher Reeve version of Superman right now, <laughs> right. and it would look like stick figures, dry, you know, flying around. Someone asked, "Is that emo Spider-Man?" No, that was not emo. That was Spider-Man Three. Was the emo Spider-Man where he started singing and dancing in some bar? I almost walked out of the theater right then. Yeah, I just, I'm glad I didn't see that. You one. don't need to see. It. I think that was the not in the musicals. Venom one. Anyway, uh, number one on my list. I couldn't have. I had to have two on this. Okay. Training Day, Denzel Washington again, Academy Award-winning role that time. Yeah, and uh, this is an all-time favorite. Adjustment Bureau. Which one? I, yeah, the oh, Adjustment, Adjustment Bureau. Bureau. Okay, um, I think I remember this one. This is the one. Gosh, hold on, let me pull it up. Yeah, pull it up. We got Matt Damon and Emily Blunt. I don't think I've ever seen this. What? I think I've I seen this. So yeah, this is really good. You can, you can. It's really good. Yeah, it's a thriller. I, we're running out of time, so maybe I'll explain it on the other side. But it's a terrific kind of sci-fi thriller yeah. type movie. It was good. Really good. I, I do, do like my, Emily Blunt. I can do my number one quickly because you guys named it both. But I, it's a runaway. Wins by a wide margin. The Hangover. I could watch really? it anytime, any moment, any day, any night, <laughs> and I will stop what I'm doing. And even if there's a football game on, I would stop and watch some of The Hangover. Wow. That's how funny I thought that movie is, and I still think it's that funny now. Like, my stomach hurt when I left the theater watching that. Yeah. So hangover would be number one. It was one. pretty good. 
Uh, whose turn is it? Uh, yours. Oh, what? wait. What about some of our... Oh, we we'll get to it on the other side. We can we'll do that. Talk, we'll, talk a, to a disc- we'll have a post-list discussion when we return. Chris okay. versus the fans, 833-288-0973.